At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. This episode is sponsored by photographycourse.net. Our 365 Days of Photography course is now live. This is an amazing opportunity for you to grow as a photographer. My teammate, Kevin LJ, has produced this course in a step-by-step format, which is very easy to follow. He presents it in bite-sized lessons, each with a practical challenge. You'll learn and practice a new aspect of photography every single day. If you've been wondering how you can improve your photography without having to commit time to long lessons, this is the course for you. We've designed each lesson to be around five minutes long, and you can spend as much time on the challenges as you like. There's also a friendly forum where you can share the photos you take and get constructive feedback from others on the course. Kevin's professional photography experience is extensive. He covers not only photography essentials, but also many genres of photography throughout the course. You will learn far more about photography than simply how to use your camera. For our listeners, we are offering a very special discounted price of $99 instead of the launch price, which is $149. The final price will soon be $365. So make sure to take advantage of this great deal today. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com slash 365 to claim your discount. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. This week I have a special episode for you without any guests. I'm going to talk about a topic that most photographers, regardless of experience, wonder about regularly. And that topic is, how do I improve my photography? How can I become a better photographer? How can I take my photos to the next level? When you improve your photography, you give yourself more opportunities to succeed. For example, if you're a portrait photographer and you want to get more clients for your business, you need to have outstanding photos in your portfolio. The more diverse and creative they are, the likelier you'll be to attract new people to your business. There are thousands of examples I could share, but you get the idea. Improving photography is good for self-confidence too. When you see yourself making progress, you feel proud of your work. 
When you surprise yourself with new techniques and discoveries, you get a major boost of confidence. This can help infiltrate into other areas of your life and make you feel lighter, more inspired, and more open to taking creative risks. Who doesn't want that? One of the most effective ways to improve your photography, in my experience at least, is to understand what inspires you. So what inspires you? Ask yourself. Make a list of things that make you feel like you want to conquer the world. The last thing you want to do is force yourself to take better pictures. And I want to emphasize that it's important to leave your comfort zone once in a while and to gently push yourself to do certain things, especially if you're scared or if you've never tried them before. But if you constantly have to force yourself to take pictures and you feel like you're never good enough, it's obviously not going to give you the best results. So remember that. So what inspires you? Is it movies, quotes, being creative in different ways, talking to people with similar interests to yours? Just know yourself. It might change with time, so be aware. The things that inspired you last year might not inspire you anymore, and that's why you might be going through a creative rut, and that's completely fine. It just shows that you're improving as a photographer and your taste is improving as well. Expose yourself to what inspires you once you have your list. If you like taking notes, take notes. If you love planning shoots, then do that. And if you're a spontaneous photographer, embrace that. You don't have to be like anybody else. Just embrace who you are. And for that to happen, you have to understand who you are first. Also, it's important to be accepting of who you are at this stage. I know this sounds super cheesy, but it's very important to love the photographer that you are right now in order to get to the next stage. Figure out your reasons for wanting to improve. Is it to grow your business or to feel more confident as a photographer? There are many, many great reasons for wanting to get better, but it's important to make sure that you're doing this for yourself first and foremost. Try not to get caught up in likes and comments on social media. Those are great motivational factors, but they can't be your only driving force. So for me personally, I found that social media sometimes brings out a very competitive side of myself and makes me want to be better than who I am, which can be a great motivational factor, but it can also be very discouraging for many photographers, including myself. So you have to understand that you need to take breaks and you need to spend less time on just the whole process of comparing yourself to other people and feeling like you're never good enough or you'll never measure up because that's not true. You are good enough as you are and you just have to focus on your strengths and weaknesses and in doing so you can greatly improve as a photographer. Speaking of social media, try to spend less time on it if you find yourself comparing your work to other photographers as I mentioned. A little competition is great but as you know it can be difficult to limit your time on addictive apps like Instagram. It's really easy to get lost in that competitive world so make sure you check yourself and keep yourself disciplined and if needed take a few days off social media. I know that's difficult. I've tried it myself, but trust me, the results are incredible. Improving your art isn't just about the emotional side of it. Technicality plays a very important role in your journey as a photographer. A lot of photographers struggle with manual mode and taking sharp photos, for example. Others don't know how to edit their pictures in a way that represents their style. And then some photographers who are maybe more advanced don't know how to make their photos look even better. Figure out what's standing in your way and look for resources. For me personally, I found that really understanding what the obstacle is has helped me improve greatly. So if you feel like there's this abstract thing in your way, you're not really gonna know how to improve. Whereas once you pinpoint it and understand exactly what the source of your problems is, you will be able to find really, really good solutions. 
And regarding manual mode and focus, in general, it is a good idea to use manual mode. It can give you a lot of control over your pictures. It's also good to edit your photos. You don't need to be a Photoshop expert. You don't need to be a Photoshop expert to enhance your pictures beautifully. A simple adjustment can make a big difference. You don't even need to use Photoshop. Many artists use free programs like GIMP to make their pictures look amazing. If you're interested in seeing how other people edit their work, that's cool. But again, remember that your journey is yours uniquely and whatever style you want to pursue is this kind of style you should pursue. Listen to your intuition. My friend and colleague, Kevin LJ, who's actually been on this podcast, has written many useful articles about mastering sharp focus and working with manual focus. I'll link to those resources in the show notes. And in general, if you want good advice on photography that's written by experts, then check out photographycourse.net. I, again, will link to it. And uh, if you're coming from it, then congratulations. You already are aware of an incredible website with a lot of awesome resources. We have a lot of interesting articles and courses, and we have an interesting, super exciting project coming out in 2021. So stay tuned for that. I think it'll be a great resource for many artists out there who are struggling with uh, any sort of photography issues. The best thing about articles and short videos is that you don't need to spend a whole lot of time on them. Absorb whatever information you need and practice when you can. If you sit and read all day, your photography won't magically improve, unfortunately. So make sure you have a healthy balance between learning and doing. And it is very unfortunate that the information we absorb when we learn about photography isn't something that, you know, can magically transform our work. But it can transform the way we look at photography and ourselves and the way we approach our cameras. So again, do not be afraid of learning. It's very important to learn, even if you may not completely agree with the photographer you're learning from. Everybody has their own style. Everyone has their own way of approaching their work. So sometimes uh, you can still learn a lot from somebody else, even if they don't have, you know, they don't use exactly the kinds of resources that you do. And this has been a great help in my own photography. I'm mainly a portrait photographer. I like to dabble in every genre. And I would probably dabble in every genre if I could, including underwater photography. But when it comes to my own work, I often learn a lot from photographers who don't do what I do. So in landscape photography specifically, I've been very inspired by panoramas. And panoramas are essentially really, really wide shots. And the way you achieve that is you stitch several pictures together to create this like ongoing picture, which is much wider than what any than what most cameras would be able to do to create. So what I've learned from that is you can actually use panorama or the panorama technique in portrait photography to create really wide, beautiful looking cinematic shots. And that's a technique I got from landscape photography. And that's what I got from looking at other landscape photographers' work. And it was just an idea. And a lot of portrait photographers do this, of course, so it's not something, you know, mind-blowing. But for me personally, it really spoke to me. So definitely try to pursue that in other genres. Try to see what you can learn from every genre out there. Which is why it's important, I think, also, and I encourage you to do this, to listen to other people's stories. So this podcast, we have interviews with all kinds of people from all over the world, which is absolutely incredible. We have people from, you know, genres that I've already mentioned, underwater photography, wedding photography. I'm going to be interviewing a bunch of cool photographers in the coming weeks from genres like real estate and cave photography. And sometimes it's as simple as indoor photography, something that anybody can do. 
whatever it is, you can learn from it. They might have some sort of story that is relatable to you. They might have a way of struggling with photography that might speak to you personally. Their philosophy on photography might be interesting to you. Or their opinions, which might be very different to yours, might inspire you to think a different way. And that, in turn, can really help you improve your photography. So be open-minded when it comes to these things. And just embrace knowledge. But again, as I mentioned, remember to practice as well. Super important. And the more you practice as you absorb this information, the easier it will be to develop your style and get to the next level. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Horton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. Our 365 Days of Photography course is the ultimate learning experience for new photographers and even those with some experience. This course, presented in bite-sized lessons, teaches you step-by-step -step the essentials of photography and beyond. Get your discount code by visiting greatbigphotographyworld.com slash 365. Let's say you know everything about camera settings, you're an experienced photographer, but you still want to improve your work in a different way, on an emotional level, on a storytelling level. You can experiment with practical DIY techniques. In my interview with Mike Monahan, I talked to him about using everyday objects to improve your still life in portrait photography. He basically explains that you can use a glass, yes, the one you drink from, to add a beautiful foreground blur to your pictures. That foreground blur might sound simple, but it can make a big difference in your work. It can add depth and color and make your story more interesting. It's as simple as that, really. You don't need to buy a ton of equipment if you don't want to or if you can't. And I love to emphasize this in each episode, <laughs> but just because you have a limited amount of equipment does not mean you cannot improve as a photographer. In fact, the more you limit yourself in terms of equipment and props, the easier it will be for you to get creative and get your imagination going to places maybe that it wouldn't have gone had you had access to a bunch of different equipment. So keep that in mind. And if you do have access to different lenses and cameras and you can travel, that's awesome. Good for you. That's impressive. I'm a big fan of many photographers who do have that privilege, who have taken incredible pictures and who have been creative with all of their resources. The reason I'm saying this is I know that a lot of photographers in this world they feel limited, especially when they compare themselves to people who may have more access to cool equipment than they do, and they feel like they could never improve just because they just can't upgrade their equipment. But you have to remember that upgrading your equipment doesn't necessarily mean that your work is going to improve or doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way for your work to improve. There's more to it than that, much more to it. It's, as I mentioned, on an emotional level, on a storytelling level, People with the simplest cameras have been able to take incredible pictures thanks to their creativity. So 
I'm not saying that equipment is nothing. It is very important. Megapixels do matter. Composition matters uh, everything. Some cameras come with really cool features that, for example, I think it's the, the Canon. I believe it's the Canon 60, but I might be mistaken. But one of those cameras, it has a double exposure feature. And double exposure photography is when you merge multiple pictures to create this one photograph. Um, and it's just these two pictures blended together in a creative way. I have used this technique very often to create these painterly-like silhouettes. I don't know how else to describe them. But people use them in the most creative ways. And the Canon 60, if I'm not mistaken again, it has this feature right in your camera. And you can instantly blend two pictures together and get these cool results. So, of course, equipment matters. Of course, it's important, but it's not everything. So just remember that. Don't be discouraged and uh, know that there's potential to improve no matter what stage of photography you're at and no matter what kind of equipment you have. If you're still not sure on how you want to improve your work or where you should improve, then definitely look for constructive criticism. Remember that constructive criticism is something that you can find anywhere. So if you feel like your friends are not going to be objective, then definitely don't ask them for constructive criticism. Sometimes you need it from professionals. Some people actually offer services that you pay for, or they assess your entire portfolio and they give you a whole essay on how you can improve and where you're already very strong. And if you feel like you need that, that's amazing. That's really important, actually. It can really, really take your work to the next level. And if you feel you need something a little bit more casual, then maybe join a Facebook group. We have one. As I always mention, we have a private Facebook group that's always linked in the show notes. So check it out. We like to offer constructive criticism. And I often do that myself for each member whenever they ask for it. And the way that it works for me is I will point out what I really like about the picture. And I will point out how I feel it could improve. So it's never an attack. It's never like this thing where, oh, you have to get defensive or... Your work sucks. Never. We always accept that every photographer is trying very hard and we appreciate them for who they are. We kind of try to give them really, really good advice in the process. Hopefully really good advice. So yeah, it's it's not limited to Facebook or professional websites. It's wherever you feel you can get the most support. And make sure that you don't look for people who are directly trying to insult you or who are very subjective, who might be jealous of your work. You know, everyone's different. Just find professionals people who really understand and have experience in photography. And when you look for professional assessments of your work that require investing money, then it's a big deal. Of course, you're investing something in it and you want to get good results. Look at the photographer's portfolio first. I know that seems like a given, but if you're lost and excited and you know, you're know you eager to get some results, then you're, you might be tempted to hire anybody. Just make sure that you like their work and you admire their work because some photographers are great but we might not be the biggest fans of their work just because their techniques or their lighting or whatever, whatever it is that they do in their work might not really speak to us. And that's completely fine. We don't have to like everybody's work, but it's important when you do find someone to criticize your work in a helpful way to really like their work. That's a very important tip to keep in mind. Another important thing that you need to always be aware of is and that's something I'm learning to overcome right now is that perfectionism won't lead you anywhere. And that's a difficult pill to swallow for some artists in general. And I think as human beings, we are perfectionists. It really gets in the way. If you're too meticulous in your process, you won't make that much progress. Perfectionism does have its benefits though. For example, it makes you more reliable, makes you detailed in your work, and it can help you spot mistakes 
when something weird comes up. But it's not something that should take over your creative process at any point. And I've seen in my own work and other people's work, perfectionism just taking over like a virus and really getting in the way, making you feel like you're frozen in space. Perfectionism is basically needing to make everything perfect, obviously, which might sound nice at first, but when you're in it, you feel frozen in a sense. You're afraid to try new things because deep down you're terrified of failing and not being perfect at whatever it is that you wanted to pursue. That has forced many photographers to go back to their comfort zones and not try anything new. Can you relate to this? I definitely can. It's easy to be good at what you already know, but some of the best opportunities are waiting for you outside of your comfort zone. So let go of perfection, don't compare yourself to other photographers, and remember that no matter where you live, who you are, or what your experience level is, you can start improving your photography right now. And I know it sounds simple, with perfectionism, just, you know, let it go, whatever. It's really difficult advice in general, because how do you actually implement that into your life? And what has worked for me is, first of all, just starting, and also embracing the fact that I'm going to make mistakes. Because as a photographer, you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be a perfect human being, and that's fine. We're not meant to be that on that level. And the expectations that we have for ourselves, we have set the bar too high, basically. It's not right, and it's not fair. And I remember when I was just starting out, it was easier for me to impress myself because I was, you know, upgrading my equipment slowly. I was trying new techniques. So it was easier for my perfectionist self to feel satisfied. But then with time, the more experience I got, I realized, so okay, to get to this level that I've made for myself, I have to do so many things. And it would stress me out and I wouldn't enjoy my photo shoots anymore. And if you can relate to this, then you're definitely a perfectionist. And I'm sure it has affected other areas of your life as well. For me, it's affected my studies and my work in the past and, you know, a bunch of other things. And with time, I've learned that it's, you know, you just have to embrace your imperfections. Again, sounds super cheesy, but it's so helpful. Just embrace the fact that you're going to make mistakes. And without those mistakes, you will not be able to improve. So in a way, you have to appreciate them. So when you do something or you feel like you've failed somehow, it's actually a great way to celebrate. It's a great way to celebrate the fact that you've learned something new. Because with every mistake comes a lesson. I don't mean to sound like a motivational speaker right now, but it's just, this is the kind of mindset that's helped me a lot. And it's because of this that I've been able to improve my own work in a way that has felt authentic to me and in a way that has helped me really just be proud of my progress. And I think when you are more accepting of yourself, you're going to be more accepting of other photographers. You're going to be more willing to accept criticism from other people, constructive criticism that is. You're going to be more willing to collaborate and understand why someone made a certain mistake as a photographer. And that's super important. I guess essentially it makes you more compassionate and that's a very important quality you have as a human being and as an artist in general. And just remember that perfectionism, again, not important, completely gets in the way. And if you feel like it's always going to be a part of you, just think of it as a superpower. That's what's helped me as well. Just think of it as something that really helps you be reliable and on time and, you know, a good friend, a good photographer. Those are great things, but try not to let it infiltrate your entire life. Try not to let it take over everything, take over your decisions and control what you do and don't do. So the next time you want to have a photo shoot, don't overthink it. Don't feel like you have to get to this certain level. If you like planning, that's fine. I think that's very different to perfectionism. It's not necessarily something that you have to worry about. But try not to make every little detail look perfect. Be open to change. Be open to, you know, the weather changing or 
lighting changing or uh, your camera not working the way you'd want it to, whatever it is, and just go with the flow and you'll get really, really good results. I can guarantee that. And if you don't, I can also guarantee that you'll learn something from it and that will help you in the future. So two very important things to keep in mind. Improving your photography is a lifelong process, in my opinion. So try to embrace the growth mindset, which is basically the concept that we're always learning as photographers. Embrace your imperfections. Learn from others and practice regularly. Be aware of what inspires you personally and don't feel like you have to be like anybody else. All of these things can help you in spectacular ways. So what are you waiting for? Let's go out and take photos. There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to PhotographyCourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.